0: Ask yourself, like, what you, you know, where you see yourself, and 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 artistically, like, where you want to be.
1: Right.
0: A- ask yourself what you want first before yes. you go out just trying to pursue something. Right? right. Yeah. Like, what do you really want? And what's
1: the, what's, the, what's in your heart for?
0: What's in your heart exactly? Nice. And you know, because once it's in your heart, you can do it. <laughs>
1: Hola, hello, welcome, bienvenidos. ¿Cómo estamos? My name is Marcelo Treviño, and this is El Composer Podcast, a show about creating tracks that tell inspiring stories. Composer and musician based in L.A., she has toured internationally, served as musical director for Bernhardt's I Love Being Me, Don't You, album, and tour. She's performed at festivals such as the Sundance Film Festival, NXNE, south by southwest and italy's arezzo wave festival she scored over 30 motion pictures including my name is maria de jesus for hbo the sundance award-winning film spa night for netflix and the south by southwest horror comedy porno for shutter lakeshore records recently released her original motion picture soundtrack for fangoria's porno 2019 in addition to composing Carla is a prolific songwriter and has written over 100 songs with placements on Emmy and BAFTA award-winning shows such as The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Skins, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Young and the Restless, and many more. Carla's upcoming and soon-to-be-released projects include scoring Trick Studios' animated feature Shadowmaker, the documentary The Life of Dan by Emmy award-winning director Jeremy Levine, and writing music for her new album So She Howls. It is a very special honor to have her here today on the show with us Carla Patulo. Hi Carla, how are you Carla Patulo, Thank you. Uh, I've just I've just done my intro with all your information. Uh, I hope when you hear that it's a uh, nice and, and informative and and full of praise. How are you? <laughs> it's really nice to talk to you after all these years. I've been lucky enough to follow you. And see everything that you're doing, and I want to ask you. I have a lot of questions for you. How are you?
0: Good. I'm great, and it's great to reconnect with you um, and follow everything you've been doing as well.
1: <laughs> we we used to hang out at a computer store. Do you remember the, those, yes. those days? Yes. Yeah, those days from for, even from my Berkeley days, I was really geeky I with those computer store.
0: Yeah, with those very big computers. At the yes,
1: time. <laughs> that was that was the era when you remember the the colored IMAX came out
0: yes the, yep. like the
1: shaped the, the oval <laughs> shaped that was a weird but really cool stage yeah of computers <laughs> and, yeah uh, yeah g g5s i think were coming out right <laughs> yeah long time ago
0: that's a long time ago yeah. yeah so much has changed with technology it was
1: os 10 that was like a weird thing that we had going on like why why are they what's going on why is it based on it was a it was a big deal i remember it being strange that things were going that way
0: yeah yeah and I, you know i remember you know we were still recording on those big reels
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah we we sound ancient now but yes. um
1: <laughs> we even learned the moviola and stuff
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I you know. did. You did film score. What was your major? Well, for? I
0: didn't really study that much of film scoring while I was there. I mm-hmm. just took like some beginner, you know, introduction to film scoring and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, but I was very much focusing on songwriting in my band and yes. back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't yeah. even know the you know <laughs> that would I would fall in love with film scoring.
1: <laughs> I know it's amazing how things start to to uh, come together.
0: I know life's funny.
1: After leaving Berkeley, was it was it your touring stage? I mean, was it was your touring uh, era. That yeah, was the first one. Okay.
0: I I actually so I moved to New York after Berkeley and mm-hmm. started this rock trio yeah. and played all the dive bars in New York and then went on the road with them and that that you know I think that is like the foundation of my sound actually you know
1: okay.
0: it's like you know I was young and just. Ex- you know experimenting with all these different sounds and you know
1: i'm looking for the for the name of their band
0: white widow
1: white widow it's a trio
0: yeah well we were a trio and um kind of uh you know i i sang though and and wrote the songs and and you know sometimes uh you know we we'd tour mainly like the east coast and we went to Europe a little bit and,
1: and you opened for for Sandra Bernard
0: I did I yeah she oh <laughs> she's she's awesome and
1: yeah.
0: you know she's uh, throughout my career she's been a friend and someone that I can kind of just you know chat with and you know um you know reach out to every once in a while and yeah. I don't know she's she's been a, a great I learned a lot from her. Not, that was actually a real turning point for me.
1: Okay, a little bit of a mentor. Kind
0: yeah, of. exactly. Okay. And, and she really opened my eyes to storytelling, okay. which was what led me to film scoring more. You know, you know, I, I used to sing all these songs about my life and, blah, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I have questions about songwriting. Don't worry, we'll get into okay. that. it's in my list. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> but but when I when I got to working with Sandra, it was. You know about her story or the story she was telling. So I was really diving into music that was supporting the story, mm-hmm. and and so as we, you know, as I performed with her, I learned I learned about that, and then I started thinking about movies and film mm-hmm. scoring and theater and
1: and um
0: and documentaries, and I just kind of you know it just opened this whole new world for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, That's It's amazing. Yeah, it was really great, and I, you know, and I've just. You know, I've just loved it. I mean, not that I uh, don't miss my uh, you know, touring days. I think after a while, you know, it' it's nice to be in a studio
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well, right now it's it's tougher to be be on on tour. but uh, is is that something that was left behind? Do you ever think you'll go back to touring with your music or your I think, albums?
0: I think performing, I've, tried to do a couple shows here and mm-hmm. there, you know, because I think there's something about that energy. And, you know, when you start making arrangements for the live show and that it's that exciting. just sparks. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. And, and I think it it feeds into my sound development and, and stuff like that. And I think, um, you know, I don't, you know, as far as like touring and, you know, dedicating myself to being on the road for months and months at a time, I don't you I mean never say never,
1: right? Yeah, selected <laughs> shows maybe. Select shows. Yeah. Select
0: yeah. shows,
1: yeah. There there um it would be amazing cuz you could mix your new album stuff with your your scoring stuff. Scoring your, stuff. It, it would be
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The every time I I see you, not every time, but in my mind, most of the times that I see you on social media, you're wearing one of those festival Badges, oh. you know, you know, those they, they <laughs> yeah. give you for you love being in festivals, I South by it. Southwest, Sundance, movie premieres, film festivals. Is that something you you enjoy? You I said?
0: really, really love film, going to film festivals and I've okay. missed it horribly. Um, I, um, you know, like a few years ago, my partner and I made a short film and we went, we experienced oh, you produced
1: the whole thing, yeah.
0: We, we, it was a short animation, so we oh, just, okay.
1: Okay. it was a
0: subject that, um, Actually I I did go to Berkeley for my masters to do film scoring. Nice. I went back to school after wow. my touring days. I didn't I
1: didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it, it it was you know, it was a challenge. You know, I was in this class with all these young people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was amazing. It was like a, me entering a different world of orchestral music and stuff yeah. like that. I learned a lot and um but uh but you know, like the subject of my thesis project, I ended up Making a, a a short film with my partner about her. That's how much we love the subject. Um, Wait, it's an animator named Lottie Reiniger.
1: Yes, is that Shadow Maker?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the feature that we're working. The feature. Okay. Now,
1: you, but it was but 2011 or something. You started working. Was Was it around that?
0: Um. So no. In In 2018, we put out this short film. Of oh, a it. short
1: film. Okay. Yeah. 2018. And,
0: and, um, and then that's when I really got to go to the film festivals and experience it as a filmmaker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. I thought, it, I met so many great people and all their short stories and their films. It was, I just love the energy. I is actually it, love it more than music festivals, to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah, the film festivals. Yeah. 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 Is it is it good networking? A place for good networking?
0: It is. You know, I think it's a good place where you know, you can really connect with people on a, on a, on a deep level. And I think, you know, in a way it's great because it's like, instead of thinking, Oh, I want to score every film possible. You end up connecting with the people that you can really make something cool with. And, and, yeah. you know, and you really just connect with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. something you can be really proud of. when you
0: Exactly. Think. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Plus a, uh, because I've been to a couple, and and for me, just my personality is like, oh, so many people, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> and, and that it's it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But uh, how do you navigate the? I want to watch this film. I want to meet this person. I want to hang out. I want to go to a party. How to? Because I, I I feel like it's a lot at the in concentrated it, uh, activities and just one a couple two, two or three days.
0: It's really funny you asked that because I feel like when I first went, I was like, I had this list and I tried to plan and yeah. it was a complete, like, it was stress case, you know, it was yeah. just so okay. stressful. But I found that like, you know, if I have a few movies I want to see, sure, but mm-hmm. I like to kind of go with the flow with it. Yeah. See and what just comes up. go to a party, go to the first party, see who, you, you know, okay. and see who you talk with. And I end up going to the sh- films of people that I meet nice. and yeah. Okay.
1: That just, feels more that that sounds like more a more natural kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like that thing, you know, like do you like if if you're in a room with say some celebrity or something, yeah. do you go make an awkward introduction or do you <laughs> yeah. kind of just let it happen yeah. naturally, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a it's 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 a whole thing networking. How how has it been for you in the in your career has it been something Oh, you mentioned something it being being very natural, but yeah. have you made an effort in that regard to to further your career stuff.
0: It it is hard because sometimes yeah. you're you're in a place where there's someone that you need to meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to come off as like you know you got to kind of <laughs>
1: yeah, be cool about it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know I I do I am a firm believer that you know things will happen, you know, like they, you know, what's meant to be is it's going to happen. You know, I, I, I just feel that, you know, you keep putting out your work and stuff that you're proud of. It's going to, the path will be there, is there. It's just a matter of, you know, time. and Yeah. Yeah.
1: And keeping at it. Uh, Speaking of, how did you get on to working on your first films? Was it via film festivals that you got introduced to the opportunities to score something? Was it before or after your master's, which I find amazing. And I have other questions about the master's that we'll do out of sure. recording time because sure. it's really interesting because I've been thinking about doing that, but that has nothing to do with you. So let's get back uh, to you. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how, cool. how was uh, two or three things that you thought uh, worked towards starting a scoring?
0: Well, so for me, like it really, it Berkeley Valencia was where I did it, mm-hmm. really did open up. Doors because I ended up coming to LA. My uh, teacher there, she was there for the year, and I ended up assisting her for a little bit. But my thesis film that I did, we were supposed to score a silent film. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a silent film of Lottie Reinecker, (laughs) the the woman who we ended up making a film about. But um, I actually was able to take that out to film festivals. Oh, okay. As a short because it was public domain. And and I, you know, I kind of made a narr- I did lyrics to it. Yeah, so it, nice. you know, so it was a, it qualified to be in film festivals. And, um, and, you know, I think from that experience, I met filmmakers and things just started happening. You know, okay. I started working on projects and, and you know, yeah. brick by brick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One person says, oh, you have to work with Carla. And then it starts yeah. to move from there on. Yeah. Uh, how did you, how did you find yourself scoring uh, really haunting and beautifully uh, pieced together tracks for for horror and uh, dark yeah. movies because I I really enjoyed <laughs> I was listening to some of your tracks and I'm like wow how how did that happen like how how did you get to that uh, well n- not not the writing part like the actual sound but also the writing part
0: yeah I mean you know I think like you know um, well like so for example the the score for porno <laughs> yeah
1: for in south by southwest
0: <laughs> yeah that that yeah. was part of there's a, uh the sundance lab mm-hmm. that i did for uh and they connected me with that director Kayola okay. and so i was kind of just thrown into that project though i i you know my my rock band days kind of had this like edge and darkness to it so I felt like that yeah yeah, my vocals that kind of just came in natural so I feel like they paired me with that very well like you know and so we off the bat had this connection uh artistically like we were me and Carola were really vibing and um and so it was it was great and I think you know like sometimes as you know like you're brought on a project and it's um very quick, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: Like you need to turn it around and and not that we had a whole lot of time, but because it was part of the lab, we got mm-hmm. to experiment and really find that voice of the film, which you know, I wish you know
1: sometimes you don't yeah, I wish we had time to do that, more yeah, often. more and <laughs> yeah. more and
0: more often, right, yeah, and you know it's it's funny because, like I you know, I think we all like film composers, it's a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. yeah but. You want to do more of the work to develop that sound and make a great score. Yes. And, yeah. So. Yeah,
1: as much previous uh, time that they give us would be great. Yeah. Just in terms of developing themes and stuff that helps out. Yeah. Even, even loading stuff up on your whatever, having stuff available as sounds or
0: sound yeah.
1: design and yeah.
0: Yeah, like with, with porno, I was really lucky because my voice is a lot of the score, so yeah. I kind of already had a palette for that. Right. I had, you know, I was already before experimenting with, you know, running different plugins and, you know, just I also was uh, creating a library. I'm continuing to with my vocals just through contact, but just different, you know, every once in a while I'll think of different things I can do with my voice and then I sample it and, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Well, that's a conversation I also have to have with you more on the business (laughs) side because with El Echador Audio, I tell you, we're doing libraries and stuff. so. I'll I'll try to entice you to join the team but <laughs> oh, cuz cool. that would be amazing but but so you already had some of the elements to create some of the sounds you were thinking about incorporating into a film right
0: Yeah I did and you know and that you know that's very lucky I think you know Okay
1: Yeah cuz <laughs> think... the time constraints sometimes
0: Yeah and and so and, and and but you know it was it was interesting because you know as i met the character you know it's there's a demon in the, a, a a female demon in the film yeah. i and through the lab Kayla and i realized that my voice could kind of be her narrative okay and because you, you, she doesn't really have dialogue she makes all different kinds of uh sound but she doesn't really mm-hmm. speak okay. and so um we knew that vocals could kind of be this like uh, nice. her theme and so we really played with that and it was
1: when, when you start a film uh, or documentary, is there is there, um, in terms of starting with, uh, I mean, there's spotting sessions and all that, right. but when you actually start writing, are you more, and I, I ask this question a lot because it's a kind of a basic question, but it gets us into other things. Are you more a melodic uh, uh, writer in that regard, thematic or texture? I know it depends on the project, but how do you find yourself working most of the time? Approaching? Most of the
0: Most of the time I'm melodic, you know, I think of themes and I think that comes from being a singer, you know, I just, you know, I'll take my phone and, and, and hopefully have a theme and, you know.
1: Do you have Um, a bunch of notes with no names? Yeah, I do. I'm like,
0: yeah, okay, this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What was this for? Sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah, as long as I'm just ripping off myself.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um,
0: but you know, like uh, you know, I have all the you know, I've always you know thought that way. I think first. I mean, I've it's a challenge, and I and I love it though. Coming onto a film that doesn't want a lot of ma- melodic material oh, and okay. it doesn't call for it. So, you know, I I've been really playing with just thinking texturally and and. You know, building kind of my palette since sounds that way too. So, okay. yeah.
1: Do you go back to playing? Because I know you're starting uh, cello, and but you play guitar, you play piano, the uke sometimes yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saxophone was it saxophone? Or?
0: Saxophone. Oh my saxophone. gosh! Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so have you gone back to to those during during the texture part of it, like? I want to some, see if I can find some textures with my instruments. Playing.
0: Yes, absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned the cello because I'm just so new to it. Um, yeah. But I've I've been Sam like using it already just to nice. create loops.
1: Okay. Nice. <laughs> I nice. mean,
0: I don't really, you know, I'm not a real cellist, but yeah. um, but you know, like it's so fun taking a new instrument that you really don't know okay. that much about, yeah. and it kind of gives you this open mindedness to like. Oh, I, let me just create a sound with this. Any okay. sound, you know. Yeah. You're not like perfecting y- y- your, you know, certain other elements and you know your pitch and stuff like that. You're yeah. just like, let me.
1: Your fingering think- or your. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> well. let me
0: just think of creating anything with this. Okay. And it's the, I I find that really cool. Different instruments. Yeah. The
1: uh, yeah, but isn't it frustrating that in your because you've written cello twenty thousand times lines and composed and and programmed and. And actually recorded them live and in orchestral situations, remotely and locally. Um, isn't it frustrating to to hear it in your head but not being able to do it physically?
0: It is, yeah, <laughs> okay. it is. And you know, and I, I kind of, you know, working with MIDI. I mean, it's so we're so lucky this day and age to have yeah. that as a tool. Mm-hmm. But it's you know. It, you know, trying to express it on, on MIDI yeah, as yeah. much as you can. You really have to have an open mind, you know, yes. and imagination.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and um, know
1: how to draw stuff. And
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, and so, and, and, you know, and really be able to communicate with the musicians as to what you really want. And, yeah. you know, um, sometimes I'll double my voice in parts. Okay. Just to, you know if I really want like, you know, this vibe and especially, you know, when you're recording remote,
1: that's amazing. you know, you I, can I, have, I hadn't thought about that.
0: Yeah. Like you know, you're adding can have,
1: the human voice element to something else. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah.
0: That's cool. Because, it, you know, there's so much, I mean, even with the score, you, you know, I'm, I, I try to put everything in the score okay, uh, yeah. and, then, and then it's like, geez, I just wish they could just listen to, you know, hear this track on top and they would totally get it, right. you know? Um, How often
1: do you get to get the musicians in an orchestral setting the, to hear the actual, the actual, all of the other elements that you have on your? It, you
0: know, I find different players still like. I think certain sessions don't like. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah, like <laughs>
1: just just do this, and then you can do whatever afterward. Okay.
0: Yeah, but you know, like I I always put it in my my um my files, and I try to get them to you know in my stems. Right. I, Yeah. And when I work with like a smaller group, um, I have Mm -hmm. a great friend out, uh, Maria, out in Russia that I work with a lot for just Mm -hmm. string quartets kind of stuff right now. And um, and it's she's like aware of my style and, you know, I always include my vocals so she can, you know, go with that vibe.
1: Nice. Are you mixing uh, some of the stuff that you're doing or you have somebody helping you out with your cues and stuff?
0: Well, when there's a budget <laughs> that I can include <laughs> course, a mixer with, I I, okay. I love to work. There's two mixers that I work with, but I primarily work with that Daniel Cresco. Okay. He's a great guy out here, um, okay. and um, and but you know, a lot of times there's just not the budget for it. And to be honest, I kind of mix as I go, right? right? Like, so I think it's important to do that mm-hmm. because. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to be sending something completely new to the director
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: that they've already signed off
1: on. Right. Because it's like, what what happened to the first? Plus, they can fall in love with the demo or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. rough mix. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I try to keep things how I'm going to have it. Especially, I have a lot of, like, vocal layers. Like, I want, you know, I tend to, even with my, do pre-mixes, right, okay. before I send it to the, someone else to mix them too. So,
1: yeah. yeah how are you how are you doing I'm, I'm getting really geeky here uh how are you doing tech wise with computers and do you have uh the server are you putting stuff on vienna or just on logic or loading unloading how do you how do you, you know it? i was do you have a template with,
0: yeah i was working with vienna but you know what actually the last few years i've stripped down my work uh okay. very much actually i'm just running things off of one computer right now the nice. the yeah, you'll you'll die, but it's the trash can. Um
1: okay. yeah. I have one too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, and I I have a pretty pretty basic setup, uh just you know, that and my Apollo and you yeah. know, and um I'm doing an upgrade <laughs> once I get into my studio, but you know, uh it's been working. I I've Tried thinking, okay, keep this as simple as possible so that when I sit down and compose, I can just compose and not get interrupted. (laughs) Yeah,
1: start loading and unloading stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I do do have a template. I do have a couple basic templates set up. Okay. I don't write, you know, full orchestral scores all the time. And I think that's why my… Mac situation has worked out for me this long. a lot of times sure. I'm doing kind of indie films where you know there isn't a budget for an orchestra anyway. so, yeah.
1: so it's two or three elements that you're adding and it gives yeah. it the whole thing yeah
0: and i I like to build sound templates as I go per film,
1: okay. do you have stuff that you load like uh, sets of stuff or do you do you load channels from other projects that you're oh that 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 was pretty cool. Let me see if I can I actually do in. that. Okay.
0: I I do like, um, I do keep a really good log of my um, previous projects and yeah. and sound. Sometimes even I'll come across, you know, a sound and then I'll start playing with it. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't really like this for this project anymore. But, mm-hmm. you know, and so I start creating these, you know, I have, I actually do it old school via no- notebook. I write down nice. what my thoughts <laughs> about the like sound. Like archives, and,
1: little archives. Yeah. Notes. Nice. Yeah.
0: that's
1: Yeah. Cool. When you when you start doing as because I've it I've had I've been lucky to jump from different stuff but like documentaries I know are a very different uh, way of working music in terms of how you approach the score and then and then you have your own albums which I want to ask you a little bit about in, in later on and then films uh, documentaries and specifically what. How have you noticed that that's a different for people who are starting to score and want to do documentaries? How you found that the approach to those are a little bit different than than films or songwriting or I mean, definitely songwriting. There's a big difference. But I mean, do you know what do you know what I mean? I, I yeah, is, oh, I mean,
0: well, yeah, they are pretty different. I mean, you know, first of all, I mean, I guess what's the similar is that you know you still have to carve out like an arc for yeah, it, right, tell and the for story. your music, mm-hmm. right. And I do find a lot more in documentaries that um there's a lot of time being covered, right?
1: Do you need to do you need to cover more time during the project.
0: Right. Okay. Well, no, like like, you know, like a lot of times in a documentary, it's like, okay, this is over this. Yeah, you have to cover like the time that right. you're in, right? There's more and, time
1: to 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 write for, I right. guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: And um, and so I feel like, you know a lot of times you'll have a lot more music because of that, because things need to tie together more. Um, So you
1: find yourself moving more like a music editing mindset.
0: Yeah. And I think like also there's more, um, a lot of cues really are, and it's interesting. I'm curious to to compare this also with like action films, but I feel like you're really pushing the film forward a lot of times with documentaries. Okay. And um, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I still try to build out themes the same way I would in mm-hmm. a in a narrative film. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, they are kind of similar actually, because yeah. you're just telling a, you are telling and supporting a story. Um, but you know, you're also like moving. And trying to make it very seamless, yeah. which you do in a nar- narrative, but it's a little bit more jagged in a, in a documentary because you have archival footage, you know, you have all different kinds of elements that are coming together. So you melding it together is more of a challenge, I think.
1: Right. Making it seamless. Yeah. I also find that with documentaries, it like you said, you're you're sometimes you're scoring and you're like, oh, my God, they're dwelling on this topic for <laughs> five minutes more than I think because you've seen it three or four times and that's just a natural response after seeing something several times. It's like, oh my God. So, and then you tr- have to trans transform that thought into, okay, so maybe this is where I need to. Right. At this point of the, yeah, at this point of, of the scene, maybe this is where I need to start pushing it a little bit forward.
0: Yeah, and I also feel like in docs, there the arc is, a lot of docs, they have a few, they wrap up ending. Like sometimes you feel like there's three endings. Oh yeah, cuz
1: sometimes they're talking about one thing and then they wrap that up and then they transition to something else and it starts from scratch. Like in yeah. 19 and oh my god, you're back yeah. to zero. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah,
0: there's really more of a wave and it's and you know, and making it feel like this one film is is a challenge, mm-hmm. you know? Um and and kind of tying it together. I think um when it comes to editing films, documentaries are so hard in editing documentaries, you know, there's so much more footage available to them yes. and so you know they're just pulling footage from everywhere so really making this cohesive film and helping the score helping with that i think is the challenge
1: yeah can you share with us a little bit of the the documentary you're working on uh i think it's the- oh
0: ara untamed
1: ara untamed yeah.
0: yeah really great film um I, I I'm yeah. I just actually wrapped on that, and it's um, a
1: documentary or a. Film? It's
0: a documentary, yes, okay. and okay. it's about thirty minutes long, so it's you know considered a short, I guess. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's a long short. It's a long <laughs> short. Yeah, it's 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 really it's kind of hybrid in a sense that mm-hmm. you know it's about a child who kind of goes. is in the pandemic. We watch her through the pandemic and through oh, okay. the Black Lives Matter movement, and her kind of realizing that this. You know racism, how it exists in the world, mm-hmm. and we've seen it through the point of view of a little girl okay. and and it's 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 magical, but then also just like heavy,
1: yeah, powerful.
0: and yeah, and you know, with that film, she had the story was so beautifully laid out, and you know, I don't think I don't know how much um, material she was pulling from, but not much of it was, you know, archived. I think it was all just beautiful footage she captured. And, um, the way that, um, I just felt like the music didn't have to do too much. Like it amplified it here and there, you know, it brought out elements that she had. And, and, you know, I think those type of films where it's like, you know, you're brought in and it's like, you don't have to recreate this whole thing because they did this amazing job where it's there you know you just have to you know give it a little (laughs) yeah a little bit of
1: I was going to ask you because it it being such an important and heavy theme and subject how deep do you have to go but I see that now the the foundation was really strong so you can just kind of move around and help here and there
0: yeah, yeah, it really was. It was it, 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 you know, I think it you know, uh, it's not to say, you know that, you know, there's films where it really needs a moment, right? Right. And it really needs the music to step in and and you know, that's great too. Sometimes, you know, that's that's what we're here for. You know, I think like, you know, it's cool when a director allows
1: music to play that role, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. just yes. a little bit of like you go, do it. Like, yeah, it. you yeah. know,
0: like at this, like you know, they decided they wanted music to take this this lead, right? Yeah. Um, and then in this film, but it, but it is, it's really awesome to come on board in a film where it's already laid out, and you're just, you know, pulling the heartstrings. Like maybe yeah. there's, it's sad without music, but now you're making them cry. And yeah, like,
1: <laughs> right? You just kind of the, the last 10, 20 percent or something. Just,
0: yeah, uh, you just right. pull it up a little.
1: That's yeah. amazing. That's am- the, When you approach, or for example, with Shadowmaker, I'm really interested in Shadowmaker because I'm, I've been working on animation stuff for 10 years or something. Yeah, I just kind cool. of fell into that. It was weird because my final project and film scoring at Berkeley was't I chose everybody chose other stuff, and I chose an animated an animated clip. Oh, and so cool.' Uh, <laughs> to, yeah, I kind of had that in the background, but then I wanted to do other stuff, and it came around to animation just fell in love with just doing music for that. But uh, so, cool. so I have a lot of questions about how you've been doing with Shadowmaker. Could you tell well, us a little bit about the project? You mentioned it a little bit, but maybe yeah. tell us a little bit about the project and your approach.
0: Sure, it? yeah. So it's well, this is interesting con- Interesting because, well, it came off the, the short, Lottie, mm-hmm. That Silhouette Girl.
1: Yeah.
0: And the interesting thing is that I'm also co-directing the film. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, so in a way, like, you know, you might think, oh, it's easy. I get to do what I want, but I actually feel like I'm a, you know constantly yeah, yeah, jekyll and Hyde yeah.
1: <laughs> battling myself. I don't myself think I've ever it. talked to anybody who's done those two, those two things. Yeah, well,
0: I think it's it's actually hard because now like you're, you know you're you're constantly like questioning yourself from different angles, but um, but you know it's. You know, I've been doing it with my my partner. We're in the early stages still, okay. you know, just working on the animatic. And so, but the cool thing is I'm already thinking about music. And yeah. I've been composing already for it. Um, oh, this, okay. Yeah. And, and this film is stop motion. Okay. So, it's, um, it's in the style of Lottie Reiniger. And, you know, Lottie Reiniger was this... Um, she created the first feature length animation mm-hmm. a decade before Disney so wow. it's about her story and kind of how she got lost in history and um okay. and uh but it's also we're using her animation technique which I I've, I've learned a lot about uh wow. you know the last okay. 6 years and it's it lo- it's one of those things that looks easy but yeah it's really <laughs> hard <laughs> yeah. and it takes a lot of patience and um and so you know I it's What's cool about the project is it's one of those projects where you're involved early and mm-hmm. you get to develop a sound and you get to really, right. you know, take it all in. and And, you know, and I think that's why it'll be a special project for me because, you know, I'll have that time to really develop it.
1: Yeah yeah you can fire and rehire your composer, yeah, I
0: know and there would
1: be no hard feelings, <laughs> yeah, <But> there's a <laughs> well, it's amazing because you can start pairing both things together at an early stage, yeah, and, uh, thinking about, yeah, textures in, in both worlds, I guess, yeah, That's one way to think about it. How is yeah. that are, what's the sound for it? Is it going to be what are you thinking in terms of the sound for the score?
0: I am kind of. Thinking about, because it takes place, uh, a lot of it takes place in Berlin. And then there's another part that takes place in in London. Mm. So there's, I I definitely, you know, for the Berlin part, want to get into that style of music in that time you okay. know just kind of some big band stuff and you know um nice. yeah and, and have a era, contract there what era is it it's like well the 1920s 20s okay to to the 1950s basically okay. so
1: yeah, that stuff jumped in my brain
0: yeah and there's so much that was a real rich period in berlin and i think there's so much to be inspired by okay. uh, as far as our music goes and mm-hmm. um and you know i think um you Know and then kind of contrasting that with what was going on in her older life, so you know, it's part of the story is her flashback to her young life in Berlin oh, nice. and her, yeah. So I'm going between these two worlds, and um, so yeah, you know, it's kind of developing. Oh, wow. I that's
1: like a, sounds like a lot of work, yeah, a lot it of creativity, is. and a lot of mind, uh, mind like lots of lots of brain work. I don't know how to explain yeah. it, yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I find like you know, you start going. I start going so deep like, like oh yeah and then this can be that and then you're like this is like way too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is way too complicated yeah. let's just come back
1: yeah take it take it easy <laughs> I, I totally get it yeah. yeah it's gonna be super I'm, I'm I want to follow up with you on that in the in the next uh, months to come because that's super interesting to me that you're working on not only the like anim like scoring the animation part of it but actually creating and being part of the project itself it's amazing congrats oh oh,
0: thank you thank you so much
1: (laughs) yeah can i jump into your songwriting part of your world because that's gonna that's also been uh because you're a prolific songwriter you've done hundreds of songs and uh with really cool placements on emmy nominated stuff and bafta nominated stuff and on, on your daily life, do you go, I'm going to do songwriting today. I'm going to do scoring today. How do you jump back from one thing to another? Have you done a lot of songs lately or?
0: Yeah, you know, I actually, I'm in this uh, place world right now where I'm, like, I'm, I've been working on an album, but it's not yeah. necessarily, it's like in between song and score.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's uh, Yeah, because yeah. that, that's super interesting.
0: Yeah, you know, because I, I I used to and I still I haven't really written lyrics in a long time, to be honest. Oh, okay. uh, like a few years, and and you know, and I think I've just been pulled into this world of instrumental music, mm-hmm. and and now, but like my voice is like, well, I still want to be a part of it, and so
1: yeah. <laughs> bring me back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: so I've been doing that, and it's like in this in between world, I, yeah. I I feel like I'm in, and you know, I think for a while I was writing songs in mind for television and, mm-hmm. and, and it was a great experience and it, it opened my eyes to scoring and, and stuff. But, you know, I think I got to a point with that where I was like, oh, I don't know how much more I want to do with that, you know, and I just want to keep growing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, you know, I, I just want to keep, you know, where is this going to take me next, you know? Right. And yeah. What's
1: your take on composers and their own instrumental albums? Cause that's, Something that um, I think that's something that's been happening in the last maybe ten years or something. Not not something that's been like adjudicated. What's the what's the right. word like? Uh, uh, you don't relate one thing to another in terms of the skills or the profession or or something in terms of just having an album as a screen composer.
0: Right. I mean, I I love it. I think that they're you know. I think about like people. I think like Max Richter would be like a good person who kind of puts out his own albums and then you know does film scores and um, I don't know. I think I think there's something nice about it because personally with albums, I feel like that's where I really grow. Okay. And find my find my voice literally, but I I, you know like (laughs) and I try try to do like an EP or an album and and really like. Just develop new ideas you okay. know that are you know that that aren't like to a film. i think it's right. it's nice to explore that world right. and and I think once for me at least once I go back to doing a film, it just adds this you know new discovery or new you know I've aged to that I mean, point yeah, yeah. right this and, is like an
1: like an experimental thing right
0: Maybe. yeah and and I also find this with doing like theater work. Like you know, I've been working on a musical for a while, which is like a blues country thing. But somehow, I feel like you know, I go to compose a score, and I'm like, oh, I I've got this blues thing going on in my head, and it yeah. comes out on the flute. And you know, but I mean, yeah. it's cool, you know, because yeah. it's it's I don't know, it's just this world that you, yeah. as an artist, can give yourself. And I think it, you know, there's so many we're all using like a lot of the same sample libraries and Mm -hmm. I mean of course unless you you've got your you're really taking the time to develop your own but you know how do you how does you how do you stand out as a composer and
1: right you know what's your
0: sound you Mm -hmm. know
1: yeah I think that that's a that's a great way to think about it like an an opportunity to grow yeah yeah as a composer because there's no restraints in terms of where the framework is, what the characters are, what the sync is, what the tempo is, what the sound has to be, what the... And not that that's not good. That's our job. But there's no... You're your own director, I guess, right of the album.
0: Right. And yeah, and you, you just... You give yourself that space to discover yourself.
1: How's it been going with the new one, with your new album, So She Howls?
0: It's going. I mean, I've been recording this for the... Like, I started it really... At the end of 2019.
1: Okay.
0: And, you know, it's, I've recorded different groups on it. And, okay. and I, I did get to work with, you know, I think I was just in this pandemic funk where I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, I can't play <laughs> with anybody. You know, I can't be in the, because before, before I had set out that I really wanted this album, I wanted to be in the room with everyone. Yeah. And I wanted to do almost like a live to actually. Okay. And. You know, of course, that dream got squashed right away. And um, and so there was this drummer that I'd loved, uh, that I've always loved, named Matt Chamberlain. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, that guy's my dream drummer.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I just… Having a session with him is like, you can check that off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I actually, I reached out to him. I just like because I was like, ah, oh, we're all in the pandemic. What do we have to lose? You know, let me yeah, just reach out and see. And of course he was, you know, in the pandemic too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and has some time to kill. And so he he kindly enough joined the, the project. And wow. so I've been working with him. And That's you know, amazing. and I've I'm, I'm yeah. just been taking my time with it. And um and the music is very much between they're not songs, but they're somewhere
1: in between. <laughs> that's amazing! I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. That's that's really cool. How's it? How I, I didn't want to start with that because I I've noticed in the in most of the episodes that I recorded during the pandemic, I always start. So how's it going on these really strange times? And then everybody's <laughs> like, "Well, you know, we used to always be inside because we're composers." But so I didn't want to start with that. But how how's it been for you? Is it something? Was it tough? has How, you feel like you're going out of it now or are you still in the same rhythm?
0: It was tough. I definitely feel a change, though, okay. now. This year, you know, as things have been getting better, I guess, you know, I, we just got put back to a mask mandate here in L.A., yeah. you know, but hopefully I think, you know. Personally, there was a, a change that happened at the end of last year politically. That
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. <laughs> that
0: inspired me. You no, know, that course. made me feel hope.
1: Yes. And Openness. Uh, yeah. Uh, certainty. Truthfulness.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think, you know, nothing's perfect. Right. But I think... um, you know, when you have a, a movement, you know, because we've been so still through the mm-hmm. pandemic. It's like then you have this movement and just a little bit of positivity, you yeah. know, it it can help. And mm-hmm. I feel like things have been getting back. I feel like productions are back. I think I feel like people are moving with their productions. And yeah. I think work is starting to come back.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it's tough because we, we got hit with zero. Everything went to zero, right? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of uh, creatively. How did you – did you feel like there was a change or was it more of introspective or, I mean, maybe you were busy or how, how did it work for it you It was personally? both.
0: I mean, I have – something good I've I've done is I've figured out a way to always keep myself busy. Okay. You know, like if I don't have a film scoring gig,
1: mm-hmm. then it's
0: like I need – you know, I'm developing sounds or I'm doing something. I'm working on my album. I'm working yeah. on a musical. Like I have these –
1: yeah, of course.
0: I'm doing stop motion. <laughs> like, I, I, even, I. Even
1: stop motion, directing the film. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I've just, I've got, so I feel like the pandemic, you know, it did feel slow, but it also, I pushed myself to do these work on myself, basically. I pushed myself to work on myself nice. and, you know, and, you know, make the most of, of what you have, you know, and be grateful for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think about, and I thought about this, you know, people's careers. Like, no one's ever like up here. Or the, I mean, maybe there's a few people who are up here all the time, <laughs> right. right? But yeah. it's like, you know, you got to take the highs and lows of life. And
1: yeah. and it's part of the part of growing as a composer, as an artist. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really, really nice to to hear all all this information from you and all these anecdotes. I just I want to thank you so much because thank you it's so much information. I, that's going to be super nice and and helpful. And speaking of that to uh, composers who were like us when we were hanging out at the computer store, what would you tell them um I get asked this a lot and I guess you you do too. But uh what what's your uh, your quick question for composers who love music, who love writing or songwriting, uh who want to do cool stuff like you've been doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, ask yourself like what you, you know, where you see yourself. And, and, and artistically, like, where you want to be. Right. A- ask yourself what you want first before yes. you go out just trying to pursue something, right? right. yeah. Like, what do you really want? And what's, the, what's,
1: the, what's in your heart for…
0: What's in your heart, exactly.
1: Nice.
0: And, you know, because once it's in your heart, you can do it, you know? That That's sounds amazing. a little cheesy, but… <laughs>
1: No, and it's a perfect, perfect way to to end the chat. That's super nice. Thank you for sharing all of this with us. I... I'm gonna do a, a super outro with all your information, carlapetula.com okay. and all that. And I'll thank you again. I, I say thank you very much all the time because I that's thank my, you. My brain I works. Mean. Thank you so much. A- anything else you want to share with us? It's really cool to talk to you.
0: I, I think we covered. I, you know, I think it was great. <laughs> I had lot, so much yeah.
1: fun. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. A beautiful studio. Oh, you're building a studio. Yeah, I, I, I almost forgot. It's amazing. I'm gonna keep. Uh, checking uh, your your don't stop posting stuff because it's really interesting. On I will I'm going regard. through
0: through different phases. I'm actually just doing wiring right now, so wiring, I'm figuring okay. out which yeah. wires I need and all the cables and stuff. So
1: <laughs> yeah, because you're doing you're doing uh, everything woodwork, your sound everything your soundproofing everything from scratch, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: super uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will definitely. I love the process is fun, so I'll definitely share.
1: Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'll give out all the your your info and and then so we'll we'll have show notes and everything so it'll be nice. Thank you so much Thank again. You. I really really appreciate it. And we'll be more. I promise to be more in touch. I've been please do. I've been, do. Really, I've been I really bad about that. I'm talk sorry. Talk
0: more and hear more about you. We talk too <laughs> much about me. So
1: well, you're my guest. I can't. I, I'm not allowed to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though sometimes I slip and I'm like, yeah, I love that too. And I'm a good at that too. And a <laughs> weird. So, no, thank you so much. It's thank been, you. Really nice. And uh yeah, we'll be in touch.
0: Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye.
1: So, very cool. Thank you so much, Carla. You can find all of Carla's information at carlapatulo.com. Also on Instagram as CarlaPatulo. And you can listen to her music on Spotify and Apple Music. Check it out. It's, it's amazing. And, um, Yeah, this is episode number 22. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for everybody who's been subscribing. I just wanted to mention really quickly that you can find our store. Our sponsor is El Luchador Audio. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but uh, I'm very excited about it. El Luchador Audio is a premium creator of audio tools and audio content for producers, songwriters, composers, sound designers, music students, and music fans. And yeah, we want to provide our community and customers with audio tools and content that will allow them to be inspired and to create and tell their stories uh, make some really great music you can check out our first product called los hybrid rock drum loops check it out on eluchador.audio don't forget to subscribe thank you for liking sharing subscribing and all that jazz see you in the next one bye